0: Beginning <laughs> <laughs> back too Creepy laugh is on recording for no reason <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to shift to Shurkan Actually act, It's peaceful Birds Sometimes if you sit quiet enough, you think you can hear the grass growing. Probably not. Your sister tells you, not even our ears can, can do that. Of course, if you broaden your perspective a bit, you'll realize that it's not really that quiet. There's thousands of people chattering all around you. Mostly behind you. People, people. Um, armor has already been donned at this point. Straps already tightened, though a few a few errant ties are being re-tightened. You hear humans speaking their tongue, which you've since learned very well. Your hand is cool, comfortable, on your trident. A gift, a spoil, of war thus far. (coughs) Why have the birds not fled? Why can you still hear them singing their songs? In the daylight, the clear daylight of this day. Well, that's because they're just beyond the veil. You can see them, but they can't see you. They can't see the host even behind you. A strange thing, being so close, yet so far away. The veil is not an invisibility shroud. It is simply a thing that averts the gaze. Anyone sufficiently aware, anyone actively looking for it, can see it if they know if they look hard enough. But it's very good at tracking things like birds or other wild creatures. It is uh, less good at tr- tracking those who know it's here, and you know what to look As stepping through, you can see this figure stepping forward all the, the, the while. You see an elderly human, white beard and wide brimmed hat. Crow at his shoulder. Flies off. Brilliant blue eyes, figure that you know that you've seen Many, many times. The person that came to your elven people and made a deal on behalf of elvenkind and, and humankind, of the Fey and the mortal. The, no. Are you willing to fight? Are you willing to to die for a cause, for, for freedom? The answer from... ROI was yes. Balinor was yes. And I believe Shur Khan even answered yes as well when we played a week ago. I guess exactly mm-hmm. that's where, where we left off. Elfangar, Sersuronil, Shamtil, Aksumili, Esgruth, Istil, Alrenz, Smritur, Koras, the others, less I'm eager to do so. But that's why you three had been brought into Orion's inner circle. Which at that time was himself, a Montar. <coughs> Bless you. Montar b- being, a, being a, b- a big reason why you have such a fancy trident, mm-hmm. in fact. Though it was one off of storm giants, um, it was reappropriated and, and not necessarily shrunk, but like pieces of it. Self salvage it's a arcane core into made into a smaller <coughs> basur. Basur. so Amorion Amonatar the one who simply refers to himself as the traveler though he does have a human name he is after all um in modern times Amorion's first acolyte mm-hmm. and you three. <coughs> So put into perspective for you, this is a time before um, before the dole family, before lodger, mm-hmm. before the child children, children <clears throat> the host, before the shadow, for all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Orion steps through the veil, your sister. Never one to wear where armor does have thorns and briars wrapped. Around one arm, if nothing else, in a symbol of mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, Orion. He looks at ROI, R- 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 takes off his wide brimmed, tall, drooping hat, <laughs> himself wearing a leather. Breastplate with straps that go across. A myriad of instruments and whatnot across. A belt that has salves and potions and, and such. A satchel around the other side. A cloak he wears over all of this. he puts back on the hat, you see his bushy white, white um, eyebrows and beard he strokes. Some simple braiding, some simple gems, and sapphires throughout. Well met indeed.
2: Are you three prepared? ROI.
1: nods. as Balinor smiles and says, Absolutely. begin to whisper, whisper, here, And the thousand or so figures huddled in lines behind you. Eventually, as word spreads, quiet. The veil can protect some sound, but those if one begins to scream and shout, it will not protect against that again, it is an, aver- an aversion of attention rather than a complete barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, a fangus, serenial, chantel, axe, and and are here as well. well. The three of them combined creating this veil. A thing that's become very important throughout the last century or so
2: mm-hmm.
1: of warfare protecting human settlements and the such. Having home bases are very important things so people can grow, can learn. The thousand humans, dwarves, and elves you're back right now is only a small number of your overall host. But secrecy is important too, and veils are not things meant to move easily. Finding the right pathway of of verbing of proper eyes. This has been a mission in progress for months. In fact, it's been a mission in progress for years. But 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 elves are very long to live. They can be patient. And Orion is very long lived as well, he's learned to be patient. You three will be the vanguard strike hard when they reveal themselves. Understood. Amaruai is powerful, but she's a druid. She's not much of a... She does not prefer to fight on the front lines, though she she will. She will call down lightning and f- fire and stuff. She's, she prefers not to. Balinor has no problem... Doing fighting and and such, but Shurkan, you are from a warfare standpoint. Being the combination of both of them, you have um, perhaps the greatest talents in the, the battle field. Simultaneously, you have the greatest struggle with people following you. People follow Roi because she has the she is their hope people follow Balinor because he's jovial and he leads to the hunt she can bring wheat and bread down he can bring game down what can Shere Khan offer the people What does he want to offer the people?
3: I think
0: salvation, peace, perhaps. We can't quite give him hope in the way of tangible things, but he's thinking maybe with his strength he can kind of be a shield where he others can't. And that's what he can
1: give for them. They were all fighting for hope, for preservation, for freedom. But what he can give them is blood. Mm-hmm. So that's not the thing I think he wishes. Mm-hmm. It is the thing he can do right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Khan may lament that it's, the, it's the, the only thing tangible he can give them. Mm-hmm. As he sees his sister and his brother countless times bring their bounties. His hands are stained in in blood. Necessary as it may be. Orion says, right. Well. We left off with you being 18 years old, chatting with a traveler who has returned, and he um, saying to you, you guys were just having some chit-chats and such, and he says to you, do you remember what I told you the last time I came?
3: Of course, how could I forget? What was it? That the next time you came, everything would change. And you would take me with you.
1: Well, people have called me many things, but I sure hope they never call me a liar. He'll hold his hand to you in a way that you've, he has done multiple times before. Take it. Mm-hmm. About. Freezing cold by any means. But cold enough as you are now looking over. You are midway up mountain. No. You're looking over the giant city giant city nestled within. And beyond that, past the fields and surrounded by them before the before the massive forest proper is your village. What do you think, from this perspective?
3: We look like bugs. It's pretty, though.
2: You
1: always do. But I suppose it is pretty, as well.
3: This is this how you're making a change, leaving me halfway up a mountain? I
2: yes, thought it's... we were gonna go all the way over them. In time.
1: You wait like an uncomfortable amount of time just in silence. I think I think you may even like make a like like a little mithril thing. <clears throat> just know? Just staring just out. Say.
3: She's never seen it from this perspective, sure, yeah. so soaking it all in. Even the giants mm-hmm. look small to her mm-hmm. from here. Yes, we're prepared.
1: Yes, we're prepared for what. Sorry, that wasn't you. As you suddenly see... fire. Spreading, quickly, over the wheat, the corn, like rivers of flame. You see the clouds above. Lightning. Striking palms within your very village. You see explosions, a word for which you don't even really have a word for. You hear so distant, slow to come come to you. You see it. Cattle and steed stampeding outwards, away, as the fire is spreading. From here, you think you can see a small, big girl dot almost in the air above the city, hands outstretched. (coughs) A jagged bolt of lightning. eating cattle charging through it burn light a flame as they continue on onwards they spread more you see others within the city itself I guess you can't see it from your vantage point but some fires begin to break up within the city as well slow at first the match is lit Take from your vantage point. You see a bead of red streak down through, through the heavens, like a like a falling star. almost. this slow but steady devastation seems small to you, based on your perspective. Your village being no. Bigger than my fingers are around at the maybe this big, and my at the distance you are from now—the giant city here, the mountains that you are upon. What do you do or say as you see this begin to happen?
3: Probably shout out and say we need to go back. My parents are there.
1: As you. Sh- shout and, and, and stand that the, the rock you've been sitting on for the past hour or so is pointing. He, sh- sit down.
3: We can't just stay here. People are dying.
1: I told you b- before I don't like pain. And you agreed that you did not either. Right? Yes. What is this life of yours if not pain? All of yours. A day, a week, a year may bring joy. But inexorably, it will always bring pain. The dawn is nothing without the dusk. And light is nothing without the dark. So let me ask you this. Is it better to live in the, the light just awaiting the, the dark or to live in the dark as is natural?
3: Nothing gross in the dark.
1: Growth. It's a very important thing. Isn't it? What is there without growth? We just talked about it not that long ago.
3: Equilibrium?
1: There was a time when equilibrium existed. Holds out a hand, tilts it. A time when things were balanced. Only the thickness of the knife separates you, us, we, from the other side. We are balanced, but only just tipping until toppling. But the knife is that ubiquitous tool that serves your life in so many ways. The cattle, the field, the sandal, the neck. The knife is the universal means of solving all knots. And along the blade of that knife lies the path of paradox. The single most worthy path of the fearless mind. hand on your shoulder and says what I'm saying is this Audrey. your time of boredom is over because your time of naivete has come to an end because the truth can set you free but will inexorably lead you on the other end of that knife's edge And the world needs knives, doesn't it? Are you able, willing, to be the knife that your people need? That I need you
2: to be?
3: She'll look back at her village burning. I can be that knife.
1: I don't like pain. I know you don't either. But sometimes bad things need to happen. For good, right?
3: They never understood me, anyway.
1: Well, rest assured, more people will be safe. This is a small symbol. (coughs)
2: <coughs> to whom?
1: You will see. All we have to do is sit and watch. I may need to go, but if all goes well,
3: I'll be here with you. Could have told me to bring a cloak.
1: He drapes his dark Travels co- around you, clasps it in the front. If it fits you now. When we first met, it would have draped over you like a sail on a ship. Two words make no sense to you. You've never seen the ocean. What is a ship?
3: Another thing for you to show me, I suppose.
1: So much for you to learn. Ah, there it is. As you see, the gates to the dwarf, the um, giant city, city opened up, and giants coming out. After all, your village is how they get the majority of their food, their game, their leatherworks, all of that stuff, right? Giants and the travel act. I'll actually say the tra- travel will say this Giants and. Modern times have most of them have forsaken their actual skill with a kiln, with the field, with the mines, in order to live a life of relative luxury. They've sacrificed those skills that they were born with and trained to have over millennia, which means a thousand years each, more than you could, could count. They've forsaken those skills, relegated them to what they perceive as their lesser's. fed the fed the rats and mice to the point of popul- population explosion. They've sacrificed actual skills to become overlords. To many of them, the only skill they have is keeping order. What happens if that order is slowly but surely eroded over time? This desperation, as I've seen it in so many other Other villages and giant cities attack their source of food, attack their property. As he puts a hand on your shoulder shoulder, again, gives a little shake, and they come out in droves. Wouldn't you do the same if you saw mice digging at your your flower, moles in your fields? They're not so different after all, are they? They seem small too. You can't even fully tell them apart on what type they are. Sure, come. Within the fo- within the forest, abooted by by both trees and the veil itself, you see the giants getting bigger and bigger and bigger as they charge toward the village. Many of the folk here are, are on steeds. There will be the charge, the cavalry charge. But you and your power, and your brother's power, and your sister's power, tend to join the fray first to set the stage. You are after all the vanguard, the three-pointed tip of the spear. The three points of the trident. Mm-hmm. Our wife turns in to a giant eagle. Bail oh, Nor hops on her back. You, I think, step forward and hold up your trident in a way that you've done many, many times, and she lifts off, grabs, and <coughs> feel yourself lifting up. As you leave, the charge begins in earnest. As they are charging forth toward the giants on come, coming, thinking that, that they're putting out flames coming from lightning strikes and, and the such. But they know something. They know what you and your kind have been up to over the last decades and decades and decades. They are pre-prepared, they are pre- prepared They turn, javelins <laughs> thrown. Ca- cavalry charges, a horse getting stuck right th- th- through the through the human on the back, through the spine of the horse. <laughs> topples to, topples over. Hill giants throwing boulders, stone giants with stabs <clears throat> causing rifts. <laughs> Horses charging, break their legs break their legs toppling forward as, as, as a hundred foot long cleft o- o- only this thick and this deep is all it takes to stop charging horses your sister spins you drops you uh I would like you to describe to us how Shurkan does battle as he is the tip <coughs> of the of the spear, falling trident in hand. The might of his ability, of his abilities at his disposal sure. toward giants of frost, fire, hill, stone. Give us a two two or three minute soliloquy,
0: if you will. Sure. <coughs> So, as he's getting dropped, I think, right before he gets dropped, he's doing some hand gestures, essentially, and it's kind of coalescing the storm that is riling above as lightning you know, begins to crackle through uh, the clouds, and as he's being dropped, he will like basically try to avert the, draw the attention of all of the giants upward into the sky by just cracking lightning down uh, upon one of the giants. hmm and then, um, and so the, the cavalry can then come through and start doing some attacks. But as he's, like, falling, you know, with the lightning, lighting him up behind, he'll throw his spear into another one, and or trident into it. And then we'll, you know, follow the, the water along and then, uh, we'll burst the, uh, Ice into like say, uh, fire giant or something sure, that's sure. not an ice giant. he would yes. be smart enough to
1: know that. <laughs> um, you see a figure, <clears throat> on a giant eagle. Which you've seen giant giant, giant eagles before mm-hmm. of a time. Fall lightning <laughs> strike down a little bluish spear. You can't tell from this, this distance. <clears throat> the figure in mid fall <clears throat> turns into water stream that. Reforms, then an explosion of ice <laughs> out mm-hmm. on that that fire giant. You're just watching this all, wishing you had some way to see it closer. As the travel the traveler holds out a mega f- a fine glass, a tool that you've seen. It's used in your in your village as well, but very very few people have it. He 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 holds it in front of your face, and you greedily like grab it and like trying
0: to look and see things like that fit
1: Cut closer.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.
0: So after, like, the ice and stuff bursts through, then like stars begin to like form constellations upon his uh, skin as he just flicks motes of uh, light, essentially, into speci- specifically like eyes and, and things trying to blind and like distract and uh basically is continuing to keep the divert attention around the battlefield instead of just like focusing on one in particular place so like he'll call lightning down a distance away onto a giant and then we'll you know travel across the sphere and then as things you know maybe as the lightning begins to fade out then he'll switch tactics and then lay a briar patch of um of spike growth essentially keeping them hobbling on their feet as oh, he, oh, um, oh, oh, oh. Um, then we'll like try to jump from you know giant to giant by throwing a spear and like going over to their different uh, basically uh, backs and then you know stabbing his dagger into their necks to just like try to cause us so as much chaos as possible so that they don't have opportunities to focus on the littler people that are then doing also as much work.
1: Shikan <clears throat> is everywhere and nowhere at once. At one one point, you can even <clears throat> wild shit into it and you eagle yourself or a mm-hmm. smaller form. And listen, you're like, where'd it go?
4: Where'd it go? As you... In the gooch. Ice. A good move. Comes <laughs> <up>
1: this. Um, <laughs> nice. You this. You can go any number of forms, any number of spells at your disposal. One thing we know know for sure is Shirkhan, even more talented than his siblings at this one simple fact: is drawing attention, but being not where the eyes expect him to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, as they turn and look, he's not there. He's already here. As he turns, and, and they're going to slash down, he's already over the over there. And whatever form and whatever movements he has, he is never where they expect him to be. But he is everywhere, all at once. Very much an image of. As I made this, this illusion many times, um, if there was a, 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 a mouse in the house or like like a, a cockroach you're trying to stomp on it, but it's hard because they're just wily bastards, right? That's mm-hmm. sort of the... Wily bastards. Wily bastards. Mm-hmm. That's the impression here. This battle rages onward for some time. You sit watching the traveler through... Almost forget, forgetting he's there at, at times, as you still see that figure floating up and then <coughs> hit the ground, where more giants have come have come out, heavily armored, heavily shielded, spiked shields, fire giants. <coughs> <coughs> he lands in lightning and ice, crackle crackle over them. It's like one form against many as a, a second cavalry charge diverts around the, around the clefts that have, have been made, winding their way. Giant, giant eagles come, lift others and drop them. <laughs> a concentrated effort here. More people than you, I mean your village is 15,000 people, but seeing this many people come out of nowhere is a wild thing as you see this charge Happen at a great, tremendous distance, where the sound is so utterly distant to you. Easier to hear Trey's snoring than it is to hear what's happening
2: (laughs) in the air.
3: So nice to bring a dog with them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Travel don't say anything. He's just watching as you are watching this as.
3: I will ask at one point while watching. Do storms often turn into people elsewhere?
2: Oh,
1: where I go, that tends to follow. Watch him, though. Watch, watch the, the, the storm. And you do see him once again take to the air. <laughs> and fly into the giant city. No, over he lands on top of a spire briefly and then and you're kind of watching, but like too fast, you kind of just with your eye, you see this this glimmering form, fly toward the mountains themselves. And those giant eagles I had described that were dropping soldiers and whatnot come down to scoop up those same ones. Some sort of partnership here, some kin of these beasts and whatnot, grab them and take them. That shining, glittering, icy, lightning figure is now being followed by a couple dozen others. It's weird how it seems peaceful from this far away. Traveler says, it'll be, it'll be okay. Look, he points out the fact that the fires without, I mean, they're still spreading, but naturally. At first it seemed like how this happened, like it was like an unnatural <clears throat> horseshoe thing. Now it's like slowly spreading in a natural way. And the storm cloud above, has already begun to spend droplets of rain dead down. It won't last forever. Few things do, fortunately, but. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't get caught up in all that. You're a bit too skilled, I think to be lost to something as silly as an accident. A random chance.
3: You're bringing me back then?
1: Do you want to go back?
3: No. Hmm.
1: Where would you like to
2: go?
3: Where can you take me?
1: I think we'll get along just fine as you two sit and watch. Wait. Dorn, you step out of the Estate of Beard. Plan. The battle is finished. The most giants killed. Or fle- it's at least finished as far as you can see. Some dwarves are cheering. Others are just hacking into overseer flesh. Three you see lift up the same axe that
4: you had held, your, held your, yourself. In our little petri dish culture, do we have any idea how many overseers there are? You've only ever seen like a
2: thousand each seen time. The time. Absolutely. Gotcha.
1: Hands down. The amount of overseers that bodies you see number probably in the 30s. Mm. The number of dwarven corpses you see number in the hundreds. Maybe even more than a th- th- thousand, which is far more than you thought you had at your back or at least that would be here so swiftly. There's still blood being had here, but the battle itself seems to be have taken through this sacred tunnel, that place that you've seen. How many times? Wounded as your leg is unable to, to your jaw, almost hard to move, your eye covered in, in blood as it is. I think you kind of follow the throng, and I think I think the throng kind of hoists you and helps you along with, with them.
4: Dorn pushes on with his people.
1: And you step through that sacred tunnel. You follow its gentle curve around, following those flickering but eternal flames. And you step out onto the most, something you don't have a word for. You step out and you feel, first of all, as you move through the tunnel, you feel wind upon your face. Something's breathing on us. Be careful. You see light of a sort you've never seen before. Not firelight, something else. Doesn't doesn't flicker. You see dwarves by the tens the dozens already on the side, all kind of staring, to find talking in the throng you hear the sounds that don't make any sense to you whatsoever but some flashes that make you think okay it's okay the light is still flick- flickering as it should but it's not it's like small things are, are, are happening a wave of heat a shout out of the door.
2: and
1: you ultimately step through. your sister come, comes up to your side she's talking to you excitedly
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: when you realize you just can't hear it through this ear at all and she puts a, a, a hand in your face and turns it t- t- toward her and she shines like this like the the light that comes from out from outside this place. what happened to you?
4: I took care of business. Nothing, nothing your mushroom paste can't fix. worried about
1: you. Didn't know where you went, but
4: don't do that again.
1: dull Azer shoves the ones helping you up and he puts your arm around him and he... I have a feeling you'll always come find me the two of them are not the ones helping you and you step out into a word that you will someday learn very soon to be sunlight you ugh, fuck, shield your eyes as the sun, this gleaming thing above even through the clouds, a blue sky, a blue ceiling of stone it, again, you have less context than these two do by far for what the real world actually is You see the throng of your your pe- people. You're fairly tall for, for, for a dwarf. You kind of step on your tiptoes toe, tip a bit, Boy, leaning on it. Amazing. So there much. you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, they made, the, the yeah, made him the giant. They made him the giant. You lean on your brother more than your sister to get a real uh, up. And I think there is a platform, stone platform here. And you can see that there's a path, a large path that winds down. You turn your head that direction and you see the corpses of more giants. But these ones have weird wounds upon them. Like burns. Things that I'm going to tell you are like lightning bolts and an ice and fire. And you see these giant eagles around you. Again, words that you don't have any context for. This place looks like a completely alien world to you. To make matters even stranger, many of those giant eagles turn into a melvin shapes, turn into humans. I died in that white beard manner. (laughs) You mean both of them. Your sister says, as you look on, and the girls are like, <gasps> holding up their their weapons, and whatnot. The the human soldiers wearing, wearing wearing armor, spears, bows and bows and arrows, holding up. Drop them. Dozens of them. As one fellow is walking up. In that pathway has giant cor- corpses, but also the corpse are also the figures and corpses of your own for have been giving them a chance. To not get away from here. Mm-hmm. They got pincered on the way. By now I'm sure you're all piecing together that you're all in the same place. Skipping moving things around a bit here. come. As the giants do a full retreat back to their city, mm-hmm. you are Lofted up by your sister again, as Balonor mm-hmm. stays with the with the with the troops, you are lofted up and deposited up there by mm-hmm. these which was your true goal the whole time. Mm-hmm. You, the traveler, looks. Can 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 I see that? It looks at them. Right. Let's go. And you see in this gleaming some You see a, a hole in the mountain, and you see more dwarves. Hundreds of dwarves. Far, more. your city had like almost none, like none to really speak of. Hundreds of dwarves here, stepping out. As you are standing amongst, and I think at this point, you're probably, though you are an 18, an 18-year-old 18 woman, you're probably quite close to the traveler who's just like kind of, you're still wearing his cloak, I think, at this point in time. The chill is still mm-hmm. very much there. As you are deposited by your sister and you land there, looking for all intents and purposes, like a god. As a Morion, a white. Bearded fake fig figure, the one that you have seen in in the ta- tavern, speaking with the uh, um, traveler You have not is walking up, and all the soldiers turn and bow to him. He's got blood across him, his white beard um, <laughs> red with it. As well, scars, lesions, lips chapped, hair wind wind comes up. What's going on here? He says in a a language that you understand only rudimentary. Like, what go. Sort Mm -hmm. of. The thing. And they, there's some words you don't, don't understand. And one of the... Did he just ask
4: me what I'm wearing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of the dwarves, the same dwarf that was one that had knocked on your window. Ah, right. Salraka. 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 Oh, okay. Salraka <laughs> yeah. steps forward and speaks in Dwarf Dwarfish. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you? And Amorion draws in the air itself. A wild th- thing reaches into his satchel, pulls out a little, like, stone ziggurat thing. And as he speaks, he's still speaking his own strange tongue, but you can all understand it perfectly. He says, I was under the impression that this mine would be a challenge to free, that it was being held the utmost iron grip. He kinda of smiles and says, but I see that your people have freed yourselves. Who is responsible for this? And Soraka turns and looks and says, Dark, 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 dark. As heads turn to look, you all of a sudden <laughs> feel all the attention on you three. And Salsa Raka comes, butting but anyway, his way through. Make, make way, make way. Seeing how fucked up you are, some tall, ugly fucking dwarf wants to, wants to, to see him save us from
4: all this. Come on. <clears throat> That's one way to put it. Come on you two, carry me.
1: <clears throat> as your brother and sister lead you through the dwarves part, as Shirkhan, you stand by your sis by your sister, several other elves watching this happen. A lodger, you're there the only member from your village here. You see that quick quickly. You step forth, and Orion steps
4: toward you. As he, yeah, as he is close, he will kind of shrug off his siblings and stand on his own feet for the last final steps to impose whatever energy he can. Orion looks down
1: at you. Mm -hmm. You are responsible for this. He gestures not only at the bloodshed inside and the people that are looking at you, but also the pathway where many of your brethren had chasing them down and hacked into them as such.
4: I I carried the torch, but who do you give credit for building the fire, the man who lights it, or the one who gets the wood?
1: Who got the wood in this case?
4: Hmm. I'd say the Overseers piled it up themselves. He smiles at the says.
1: I will not insult you by kneeling to look into your eyes. Instead, his eyes glow and you feel yourself levitating up to look him
4: the eye your name dodor do Dull. to do being honest I don't mean just these people
1: I mean all of your kind and all of mine
4: (coughs) mighty ambitious to what end I have to wonder
1: Which will lead to freedom, do you understand that word?
4: Getting a taste for it. In that case, whoever you are, you give me an army, I'll give you a war.
1: one spot. Those white like beards pretty tough.
4: You know, one
2: one guy those like, things
4: that you could tell either way because yeah. it just like doesn't move right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just how we shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Ignore my face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It takes your hand. Your hand dwarfs his. Ha! Love it. Um, it is bigger. It is calloused. Each finger of yours is swollen like a brick.
4: Two missing. That's right. <laughs>
1: he takes it, gives it a group, smiles, and you're looking into his eyes, and they go from brilliant blue to black. Stars. Again, things you don't have words for. You know you know the words for blackness. So I'll say mm-hmm. the deepest pits of the mind. Far beyond. The abyss that looks down where those creatures come from. At first, there's a, a fear, I think. And then... <laughs> lights. Pinpricks. Like lanterns that you used to see leading up to home if you were fool enough to take that dead man's lift. 15 feet of this. You're like, you're there where Amorion is in case shit goes, goes wrong. Mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yep, right where I need to be. You step forward as well, the traveler kind of push, pushing you gent- gently pull forward. He says, can't take you away from here, Landra. But you can take yourself away. As you step forth, Orion looks at, at you again, looks at the traveler and says, Donos, you're sure? And he says, I am. Pushes you forward, gently, and Orion looks down at you and says, Introductions are always wise things, so I will start. You both. He's referring to you and you. But your siblings are sort of a part of that too, because they're still as you were like set back down. You're now. They had come to like now. You're now. You're you're fully healed. Now it's kind of like awkwardly kind of standing there. Mm -hmm. They kind of back up a bit. All the other dwarves can assist you and you. Sure, sure, kind who of. has stepped forward in an ROI who's still a bit back watching this all. A mantle that they have others have taken upon themselves. I have a growing army. Those as, as unhappy with the way of the world as your people were within these deep minds, I'm sure. Your life was not all that easy, either, was it?
3: I suppose there could've been worse. But there could've been better.
4: Are these tricks common upon you tunnel lockers up here? Common? These tricks.
3: Do I understand him? No. You don't at all.
1: your people. Calm them. They're free to go back within. They're free to step out and enjoy what we call the sun, the moonlight, the wind on this mountain here. Our battle's not yet over, and he gestures toward the giant city, which they've gone from offensive to defensive. Now, you see the hundreds at this point. Not the, not the thousand, there were casualties, but the probably 650 or so small folk. A lot of these humans, but dwarves too. You could just tell, you can just tell. There's the, a good the, one. There's a good <laughs> one, right there. You can see them, horses, griffins even, and, what, and whatnot. You can see this little host of figures coming and separating into clear lines and factions and, and, and whatnot, but you just lost a thousand plus dwarves to 50 giants. But you realize that you're looking essentially, not directly down, but like into the um, inner walls of what must be the home of the, the, the Overseers, and you see what are clearly giants don't know how many there are, but he says, I hope you're not done fighting yet,
2: Dor. Dor." (laughs) Dorn.
3: I'm going to turn to the traveler, Mm -hmm. panicked, say, I've never held a sword. I can make a dagger, but I've never held a sword, and I'm not dressed to run.
1: I think your job is different. He looks at at, um, um, Morion, who says yes don't don't worry now is not your time to fight you are well, you've already did done your part over these last many many years we have no way to get their attention and I think a just clever enough to realize that all those little stories the stories that she told the travel traveler every time he came, and she's very talkative. Like, someone like like listen, to me, listen to me talk. Here's how we do the um crops. Here's this. We rotate this here. We need to send this amount there. This 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 harvest. This field will go to them. This field will come. Will come to us. Things inside the the city. Everything else. Um. Those were the areas that were burned first. It was important to know if the city was a trap. Or your village, I should should say. I will speak with you both when this is over. Stay safe. Fight well. Gather those of yours who are strong of will and strong of body. It's a long march down. We'll see you there. He points at a a different opening that's been barricaded and shut from the from the inside out. We'll make a hole for you, and we'll be ready. He walks toward the the edge and says. Remember, I need a general. Doesn't mean anything to you. I need a spy. Doesn't mean anything to you. But more than that, I need heralds. Now's your chance. wings of of lightning crawling across him as he descends down Salt Rock what was his name? salt Saltraka <laughs> <laughs> Well and he because uh, he was um, um Orion was speaking in a way that you uh, that all could understand I mean, he could, he could understand he's like he has tongues on himself mm-hmm. tongues
4: back back then. So all the dwarves near you heard. Sons and daughters of the stone, before me I see an army of my kin standing in defiance of tyranny. For what do we have without freedom? But this fight is not done. He'll point down to where he said and say, We have a duty, a job, and we will do it. He rallies everybody up and... Generals on. It's a miracle seeing you truly be fully healed
1: based on what they saw. They're seeing him do miracles, but also seeing you be a living, breathing, shouting miracle. Can't kill the fucker. As you lead the way down.
3: As you start marching on, I will lean into the traveler and say, why did the lot talk like they have rocks in them? They probably
1: do.
4: <laughs> As he, you know, he turns you away. Why do you get that vicious mockery in? <laughs> yeah. First, use of vicious
1: mockery. Love, love it. You're like, ow! Oh, well, that's going to be an HP. Uh-huh. Um, Amarawai comes mm-hmm. up to you and says, Do you still have the strength to fight your brother? Yeah. Shall I caress your face? Your face, like, likewise, give you a bolus of healing as well. Through your form,
4: awesome. Now, be well. Always. Do you need?
1: Did you need a guide again, or will you follow these?
2: Let's go for a ride.
1: she will not while she because she's already used that she will polymorph herself and whoosh, fly up and hold up your trident and, mm. the three of you for the first time convening for a brief period before separating to fight a ba- battle in your own ways to, to reconvene around a campfire later that very night for a, a different scene and a different story it's so a traveler, and he, the traveler says to you, do you wish to, to, to go back home and check on the mother or
2: father?
3: No, I think leaving will be easier if I just assume they're dead.
1: Okay. Then you will follow on the tail end of their marching in that case. Um, as you're flying over watching for Orion to drop down and begin to break that door from the inside out as you begin the long march down the mountain. It will take um, a couple hours to to get all the way down there. We're going to reconvene in our scenes here with the three of you Oh, let me see here. 60 years after that day, many things have have happened since you all first met many things. You've learned so much about the world. You've learned a tremendous amount about each other. Some of you have found love. Maybe not in the places you expect, but that. Some of you have had, have made kin of your own. Maybe they're not what you expect. But what we do know now is as Dol Dorn has stepped through this massive, giant city, the city of wanders. Step through the stone pathways up staircases, seen the bloodshed, seen dwarven, or oh, I can't dwarven, giant prison n- and, and the such, just ready to be put to death. Once information is, is begleaned from them, of course. As you step, your name is called, and people know you are heralded by your own presence. You, s- you see all these nooks and crannies from which now free folk but slaves were relegated to the d- d- dark tunnels of this twisted city, reminding you of your own origins. Shere Khan as you fly by trident and your... Uh, um, I think R.Y. polymorphed Bal- Balinor into a giant, giant eagle she got on top of, 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 of him mm-hmm. flying in and you're, you're seeing the city from a f- f- vantage point and it reminds you of flying over myriad other locations, dropping the down to to strike mm-hmm. and Eladra as you walk side by side with the tra- traveler through to this meeting chamber I think it reminds you of times long past. As you step forth first, being already within the city it makes sense that you would be the first to a- arrive in this meeting chamber that Orion has designated. You enter and Orion is already there. His grievous wounds Being tended to by a halfling woman, an elderly halfling woman with curly brown hair, um, simple outfit, not armor, but there is an element of of armor to it, if that makes sense. Hmm. She is placing her hands on his as he's already looking at at stacks of parchment reports and, and whatnot. And you, as you two step in, you hear her say, My love, got to be careful. Not as young as you used to be. And he, now I think I'm exactly the age. Even in these years, his voice is still gravel There is a hoarseness to him now. <laughs> Visually, he doesn't look I'm any older but he does have an agedness to him that feels older. She goes slow. She breathes out and there's like a mist with starlight through it and all of his wounds close. She turns to look at you and the traveler.
3: Well met, Warken.
1: Her eyes are black, voids with startling. She blinks and they come back to her usual simple brown selves, her brown tan skin. She smiles and says, Elijah, are you well?
3: Better than your husband, it seems. He goes, puppy goes." Through,
1: we'll discuss next steps. Please sit. And he's sit, sitting at a round, a massive round table designed very much for giants to sit. He has pulled a more small per person chair uh, um, um toward the center, and that's where he and Boldre are sitting right in the now and there's other chairs around like within this um so the table's around yeah you guys can walk literally crouching to go under Durek so sort of the thing and he's pulled other chairs in or around so there's seats there for he says Thanos any news he says none more than I've already reported Orianna very well. a flapping of wings. Next, and as you look, you see on an alcove there a uh, uh,
2: uh. balcony.
1: Thank you. The word balcony. I always want to say
4: deck, a patio. That's not right. <laughs> okay. Balcony there. These marble. large,
1: <laughs> these large marble columns that block between you and that a large veranda, <coughs> whatever you want to call it. They're not unlike the ones that that, that um, Eladra had been had been sitting on or hearing through this whole time. A giant eagle comes, or a giant owl. Up to this point, now considering I did I did establish the sun is setting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A giant owl comes and deposits sure come. A Amarawai slips off and. Battlemore. Oh, I do love the sky. He smiles as the three uh, the three elven
2: siblings. Before they
3: walk in, I'm gonna roll my eyes, lean into the traveler and say, 60 years you think she'd come up with something a little bit more interesting.
1: You say that, but why, cha- why change what works?
3: Why not change?
1: Why not indeed? Hmm. As y- y- you three step with them um, I'll say RY goes right up to to um, Bolger Dre and they chit chat um goes up to the tra- Traveler and begins to chit chat um Shere Khan leaving you sort of alone and aloof whining mm-hmm. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
0: just kind of awkwardly um, stands around Morion please, please don't leave me
4: <laughs> yeah I'm only on the uh, part <laughs> of the battlefield, Sharkam. Sure
1: gone on to something else. Um, Aladra, you you see this. Um, I think you see, what does Shurkan do as mid-sentence Amorian
0: kind of just returns back to his papers and Uh, musings? I think he's probably used to that at this point. (laughs) So um, I think he'll just basically zip his mouth and just move off to the side. Okay. Mm -hmm.
3: Do we have the full city then?
0: I don't know how much of the city he would have seen. Probably there's still whatever. a lot of battle going
1: going on, but it's mm-hmm. like it's not no longer like the the organized pitched fray. It's like you know, giants have locked themselves into tow- towers and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But you don't take a city this big mm-hmm. in day, even with the vic- victory that you right.
0: had. So there are still skirmishes that we've seen from the sky, but overall. I think we can say that victory is assuredly
3: ours. So then when do we start establishing leadership? Or picking apart those who are on our side, at least?
2: Never one for my area of expertise.
3: Yes, I've noticed.
0: Mm. I'll leave that to you and Orion.
3: But... I'm asking for your opinion, anyway.
0: Give it a couple weeks.
3: Okay, that's what I'll tell them. Here comes old Rockmouth.
2: This is.
1: As the doors open, mm-hmm. and Dorn, uh, I think others of the guard, the army, like he, as he walks, people flow to follow, follow. They rushed, they rushed forward, seeing where he was heading toward. Opening up the door, Dorn can step th- through. As the doors open, you can hear the cheers. Dorn, Dorn, Dorn. What do you do? As you step, step in. These two are closer to the door. I imagine that you door stood door. up to move over oh, to talk, talk to him. Oh, yeah. I a pun. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, Shurkan would have stepped back during, hearing all of the people would have kind of stepped back okay. into the shadows and just kind of slowly faded into, like, invisible. <laughs> yes, I imagine, uh, but that's when you
1: were, uh, yeah, so he kind of does the thing that Shurkan does where he steps back. As somebody else comes to take the spot spotlight, Khan is always the first to relieve himself of it. Where do you position yourself as you know Dorn is about to step through?
3: I stay right where I am.
1: Okay. So somewhere between the shadows where Shurkhana stepped toward, near the shadows where Ladra L- is... Thorn steps through bloody, but again, your wounds were massively healed by, by
4: doubting a Stein that some adoring soldier ran over to her. (laughs) her. Please drink from my cup, Mm Dorn. Yes. 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 Drink from my cup. You took the whole damn cup,
2: Dorne. (laughs) (laughs) She tosses it now that he's inside.
3: You look like crap. You would know that's a compliment from her. Mm -hmm. Like you did your job.
4: Uh, well, <clears throat> when do I not, eh, love?
3: <sighs> Ain't that the truth. Uh,
4: and he will actually go out of his way to little shadow slinker and pat you on the back and say, <laughs> As always, I appreciated the introductions. <clears throat> As
3: always. You did introductions. That's my job.
4: Oh, at least the ride down made my landing a bit softer. Mm. The old knees, you know. Putting the sword where it needed to go. It's my line. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so how long is he gonna ignore us for? Not
1: ignoring. Mm. Waiting. Buldre will come forward and sensei.
4: I'm assuming your sister's already gotten to you, yeah? A bit, but if you got any juice left sounds like the fighting is not done so
1: neither am I i was saving as much as, as I could for for her in the battlefield but uh, if you'll be going back out there and she puts a, a, a hand on yours and just like a level five cure wounds sort of thing so like you know another <laughs> third or so floods it in, floods into you you feel like a tooth that you lost kind of
4: like like a little sharp
1: bit coming kind out of like a, like a like a baby tooth before me.
4: We're not on the last.
1: (laughs) Your sister is the only one left to not come in. But she is very shortly after you. Uh, She lands on the balcony on a pegasus. A big motherfucker Pegasus meant for a big brawny sturdy dwarf wearing armor to be, be, to be honest. A Pegasus pony if, if <laughs>
2: you will. Like Clydesdale like Clydesdale 42, yeah <laughs> exactly
4: sort of I thing. I'm going to move back as during this
3: time and I'm going to lean and say see that's more like it.
1: You know all. She hops down
4: <sighs>
1: c- c- curly blonde hair falling down sweat
4: Hi, hey, fucking hell. Well? Did you get tired trying to keep up or what? Fucking hell.
1: Things to do. Things to do, you fucking prick. She smiles, looking out over everyone. The number of seats and being pulled together, I believe this being everyone this moment in time.
4: Speaking of things to do, I saw Orion's new decorations. So what the fuck are we here for? Orion oh, says, have a seat.
2: The giant? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I told you to be obvious where we should meet. Have a seat. <sighs> Drops the sheets. Well done, everyone. <coughs> the doors. Before they close, there's there's other sounds of clomping, clomping armored feet, other name being spoken about as com- coming in, as Red-haired dwarf, mohawk shaved except for the tall red hair that kind of flops over to one side, slick with sweat and blood. Spike armor on the sides, more just pau- pauldrons, bracers, knees—not so much functional armor per se. The others around, um, and you know that this is dull. Gurumash, Dodorn's son, has come. Come in. Blood across his form. Every spike on his a, a covered. Though his chest is mostly bare, save for blood, scars, w- w- wounds of his, his own. Muscular. Only thirty-two, and already a commander of this army. His force is the Kuldjar. Kuldiarg, meaning axe in the, in the dwarvish tongue, a name that he himself came up with. All the dwarves behind him are wearing spiked armor, actual full armor, not like his where it's mostly like bare chested and, and, and leg just there for the spikes they're wearing full like almost pl- plate armor plate like splint armor with spikes and whatnot chunks of flesh and blood just dripping from them still these are indeed um, dwarves that are often they are known they're called the axe idiots because they run headlong into a fray and use every spike on their bo- body as a deadly tool these are mm-hmm. indeed you know the dwarves that were being tre- trebucheted over whatever they hit with their <laughs> body their, whatever they hit with their body hurts like hell sticks the, them to things and then they pull up more spikes just to begin crawling and and and, and, um, and axes is their weapon of choice and such um, they're always victorious but always at cost sometimes costs that cannot be replaced quickly enough I think Dolgumasha's reputation is already spread. Out. Do you want to say anything as you uh,
4: in your seat? And you see him. As we hear that, I'll say, "Ah, you can sit back down, you milk drinkers." If we hear that, that means the war is already won.
2: That it is, Father. That it is.
1: Uh, takes off his spiked helm. Just one big spike pulls it off. Hmm bit of skin left on there. Just be, just be, begins to, get to eat a Toss of to the helm. Dent, dented to fuck as it is. Blood just streaming down, down his face. Smiles he eats whatever scrap of giant flesh. We hope at least these giant flesh there was. What's got you all looking sour? I'm all right. Unless you want to say anything. I'm trying to give you guys opportunity to speak, if you mm-hmm. wish.
3: Just tired. But it's good to see you. Tired, huh? I could fix that. I
1: could fix that. Amorian says, Commander Grimash, how many did you lose this battle when your orders were explicitly to distract the Western Gate? to siphon away the giant forces from the self. He goes, I'm not much keen on being a dis- distraction. You can't follow, follow orders. You're not going to have the ability to make that choice. And he goes, <laughs> he smiles, his teeth covered in blood too. Will you follow me, old man? Eh? Hey. Piss off. What are we talking about? You want my reports or not? Oriane looks at you with a look like that you've seen before, which essentially amounts to
4: get this child out of our space. Speak your peace and back to work, boy. The city's ours.
1: Ask <laughs> some stragglers, but I'm chasing them down right now. i um, some prisoners, but I'm pour- putting the putting them um, spikes. I find that giants just like dwarves, humans, and fucking elves. I'm um, all. None of us like, have, like having them jump right between our toes and wiggle around until they, till they squeal.
3: My eyes might not be what they used to be, but it doesn't look like you're doing anything right now. Chasing them involves your feet out there. I know your father taught you that.
4: Well, I can see
1: I'm not wanted here, right? <laughs> Dogs. To the cold yard, say, Hey, 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 (laughs) and he goes, Ale.
2: Orion looks and says,
1: Congratulations, Commander Dorn. Sorry, Commander.
4: Fast to finish, boy. You heard them.
1: Dog. they toss his tankard toward toward you. Come on, hounds! <Object> and they'll walk out. They'll
4: cool cool cool
1: as they'll make their way out of the doors,
3: which
4: um, Amorian will
3: he got your muscles, Dorn, but he didn't get your discipline, nor your- Watch your
4: tongue, miss, if you want to keep it. He's still my boy.
3: I am trying to do you a favor here. I know you are doing your best. Don't get me wrong, it's pretty damn good, but he is running them up.
1: He's just a fucking stupid kid. Your sister. S. We
3: were stupid kids once, too, right? And how many lives were lost because you were a stupid kid? She
1: kinda of shares an awkward glance with you.
4: And how many victories have been won? Battle requires sacrifice.
3: Battles do.
4: We don't all have your luck.
3: Wars are won through order and planning.
4: Wars are won through killing, love.
3: You can't just run out and kill.
4: Seemed to work pretty well for the last 60 years. Sure, you like to move your pieces and draw your pictures and act like you're doing shit, but... I'll talk to the boy.
3: I'll keep my mouth shut (laughs)
4: <laughs> when have you ever?
3: You're my friend, Dorn. And he is your oldest son. I know you care about him, and because you do, I do too. But we have a job. We're not running a daycare.
1: Poldre says, obviously you both Right? And you're both wrong in your own way. But this is good. This is good. good. Dorne says he will speak, and you've had your peace. Orion says that's quite enough of all that. Let us con- convene this meeting of the host. For we have taken Sharn, the jewel of giant kin in the south. There are other significant bastions that we will need to take yet, but this, you see him smile. Something you haven't seen an Orion do for years. With this, everything changes. His eyes are kind of distant. Boldrick puts a hand on his knee. We should dis- discuss all of what happened and uh, uh, battle plans and next steps. Discuss the dragon marked houses. There's much to dis- discuss before we depart. Traveler speaks and says, And did you. kind of smiles. I'm sure you were. Otherwise, we would not have been known where to come, after all. Orion looks and says, Jumping the gun, as always, Thanos. Patient as you are. But yes. And from his battle-worn leather robes and such, he pulls out a scroll. Article of creation. The scroll of creation, in fact. Undoubtedly, part of the reason why this city is the splendor that it is. With this, my brother can come home. With this, we can make a home. that note, we'll end tonight's session. We'll pick up next time as you all have a meeting here, Mm -hmm. discuss next steps, and we'll do some more time hopping. Less backwards now, but more forwards, as we've seen the origins, and now it's time to see what happens after this pivotal
2: turning point in the war. Bye Belgium.